headaches, light sensitivity, sound sensitivity, dizziness, confusion, mood swings, even suicidal thoughts. These are just some of the issues I've suffered as a concussion survivor. In desperation, I've searched how to get my life back. I'm now moving forward, and I invite you to journey with me into deeper understanding of how to restore hope and renew life for all concussion survivors, even the tiniest of them, and those who love them. I'm Cindy Subizis, a multi-concussion survivor and national speaker speaking out on the dangers of concussion and what we need to do to protect all of us, especially the youngest amongst us. I promise life can get good again. And now for our show. Hello. Thank you for stopping by. This is launch week for the podcast Concussion There Is Hope a podcast that we hope brings respect and support and help for concussion survivors and their families. And whether you've had a concussion or not, there are insidious dangers associated with concussions that all people need to know. For example, did you know a second concussion on top of a first can cause immediate death? It's this kind of information you deserve to have. Every family Every school, every workplace needs to know what I'll be sharing in the episodes to come. Concussions are everyone's business, and that's why I'm launching this podcast. I want everyone to stay safer than I have been. I've suffered through 10 concussions, and I want that for no one. Today's sneak peek is into the life of Austin Durant. Austin has been fermenting food for 10 years. In 2011, he then founded what he called the Fermenters Club with the mission to improve people's lives by teaching them why and how to make and enjoy fermented foods and to create communities which he says are connected through their guts. He teaches classes, both online courses and hands-on workshops, on fermented food traditions such as making sauerkraut, pickles, kimchi, kombucha, miso, as well as seasonal specialties, which I love. He generously writes and shares recipes, videos, and other fermentation adventures on his blog called FermentersClub.com. He fosters fermenting communities around the world where newbies and pros alike meet to discuss and share fermented foods. He also produces an annual day-long festival in San Diego coming up April 26, 2020, this time in Encinitas, California. In a twist of an episode... He candidly interviews me about my own experiences with concussions before we even launched into all the goodies that he has for you. I think you might enjoy it. The first question got right to the point. I, I was curious to know when when you mentioned you've had sort of multiple concussions, does that, does it, having one sort of expose you to, to, to further ones, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the purpose of this podcast for me is really threefold. One, it's highlighting people who are making a difference in the world that from what they're doing, concussion survivors can benefit from that is you. (laughs) It is also to provide hope and like emotional sustenance for loved ones of concussion survivors to be able to understand from the concussion survivor stories themselves, 
so that maybe there's a little bit more patience from the part of the caretaker. And then finally, for the concussion survivors to provide them hope, because there is a strong link, a stronger link than some might suspect between suicide after a concussion within the first two years. It's not even immediate. Mm -hmm. And it can be broadsiding. And so through all of this, I, I really, if I could sum it up into one word, it's hope. Mm -hmm. It's hope. I think it's wonderful what, what you're doing. I think that's a very um, ambitious thing to do and to, and to, and just sharing your experience. I mean, that's what it's all about. So I'm, I appreciate what you're doing. I think it's a really cool idea. And uh, I think you're really going to help support people that have gone through that experience. I hope so. Back when I, in my youth and had those four complete knockouts, they didn't have the research that they do now. And so if you have proper care, your chances for accelerating recovery is greater, number one. And number two, if you can allow the brain to heal better, you, some are starting to show you potentially can reduce the risk of future concussions. In my mm -hmm. case, that didn't happen. Okay. So flash forward to 2018, I had a very stiff blow to my head in a parking lot and then in 2019 five more concussions because it takes less and less of a tap to the head to oh. trigger greater and greater impact with those concussion responses so the the second concussion that i had in 2019 triggered the worst results that i i have had yet mm. and yet that was the sixth concussion and now just on christmas day i i accidentally hit my head and it wasn't even a strong blow like a baseball bat to the head but it was sufficient enough that i'm still recovering from it now you know it triggers mm -hmm. all the new symptoms so i am a woman on a mission to help share this information yeah <laughs> with right. individuals so i really appreciate yeah. you and and what you've been doing and i i look forward to our interview yeah me too and i guess just one i mean uh, I'm, I'm also just very curious about in general maybe can you at a very high level talk about like what are the main differences in in how and how you you mentioned that it requires a lot of patience for your loved ones to to you know sometimes to be patient with you well is that because, why, why is that, I guess? What, what are sort of the major symptoms of somebody who suffered a concussion? What a great question. I will highlight the concussion that I had in April of 2018. It was such a strong blow to the head that for the first almost two months, but especially the first month, I could not stand longer than 30 seconds. Neurologically, I experienced such weakness that I, I could not stand longer than 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Moving into the second month, I could start to stand a little bit longer, and yet I could not talk and stand at the same time. It was too challenging for my brain. Mm -hmm. Now, can you imagine your mom? <laughs> You're still at home. I still had a teenager at home. My husband, all of a sudden, it's mm -hmm. as if I'm not here. Everything that I was doing, they're now having to shoulder on top of what it is that 
are their responsibilities. My husband is having to serve me hand and foot. I couldn't mm-hmm. prepare anything. I was um, told essentially, don't even cook because it requires processing. My mm-hmm. physician said, Cindy, we put a broken bone in a cast to cause it to rest because it's during rest that you heal. And we don't have a cast for the brain. Mm -hmm. And mine was such that I needed to be in a completely dark room. And even in the middle of the night, it was too bright for me. I had to wear a blindfold. Wow. Okay. And it, it was really astonishing to me. This was the first concussion in adulthood. And I don't remember a lot about the ones when I was young, but in adulthood, it's, it can be quite interesting. And there are various reasons for that. So can you imagine all of a sudden you have all of this service opportunity thrust upon you when you're bearing your own, you're shouldering your own burdens and responsibilities mm-hmm. and life is a gift, but sometimes that gift comes in surprising packages. And one of the most difficult to unwrap, I think, is the gift of service. And so as family and loved ones, you're like, okay, concussions should be two weeks, you should be better. And yet, each brain is different. And so yes, it requires a lot of sacrifice on the part of the family. And they don't realize one of the, the individuals that I've had the opportunity to interview Nick Mercer, he mentioned how it was his family and friends. He sustained a serious brain injury that took two years of rehabilitation and having to learn to walk and to talk and to do all of that over again. And it was his family and friends that made the difference. Mm -hmm. And so how valuable for each individual out there that is serving somebody who has a concussion that the individual serving may think, but you look okay on the outside. What's going on right. in there? Why are right. you still struggling? So my hope in this podcast is essentially to bring information to the world. People may think, oh my goodness, I haven't had a concussion. I don't need to listen to that show. No, you're exactly the person I want to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then if you get one, you can know how better to avoid future ones, perhaps. And then if you have a loved one or a friend, Chances are you will at some point in your life have that. You will know how to help them get better mm. in a better way. Wow, that's okay. That's Thank you for sharing that. Oh, how fun it was to talk with Austin, for him to ask me a couple of questions before we launched into the rest of the interview, which you will not want to miss He shares the exciting science that researchers are just beginning to uncover between the connection of gut and brain health. Super important. You won't want to miss out on episode nine. So please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and leave a review so that you get all the good stuff that he and others will be sharing in future episodes. And you'll definitely want to go visit Austin Durant at his blog, fermentersclub.com. At Facebook, look for Fermenters, and Instagram, look for Fermenters Club. Thank you for joining me in the podcast Concussion There Is Hope, where we share tools of information and support for concussion survivors and their loved ones. 
You can visit me at myuniqueconcussion.com where you can sign up for the latest news through our supportive email. By doing so, you'll receive a free and important report of what your doctor never told you about concussions. I'd love your help in creating a master movement of support for concussion victims across the world, especially for our youngest ones. Thank you for listening, and God bless.